welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So, with that, let's get spooky! I'm ready to get spooky. It's spooktober, my dudes. It's the best time of year. This is the honest-to-God best time of year. Oh, I love it. You and I are big, like, spooky things fans. So oh, my God. This is if, right up our alley. If we could have, like, a seance on the daily, I would be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you contact? I would contact – that's such a good question. I would mm-hmm. probably just, like, contact Heath Ledger just to tell him that, like, I love him so much and I'm – so sorry that he died but a knight's tale is like such a good movie (laughs) it's a good flick yeah it's it's a good one it's one of those you can watch like any time of the day yeah you know who would just um, put it on you love it it's so good who would you contact i think i would contact um maybe maybe like um you know uh (laughs) i know it's such a weird question like i i feel like later i'll have like a better answer Mm mm-hmm I can't even think of anyone who's dead right now. Oh, Herschel just died. So, we, like, we could call Herschel because, oh, like, yeah, he's still around. That. Like, that just – that happened, like, last night. Yeah, that was a bummer. And we could be like, Herschel, you did great. Like, I really thought you didn't have a leg. Like, it was really believable. Oh, that scene was wild. I can, I can honestly only think of actors who have died. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I know other people have died. Oh, what if we just, like, called Hitler and then we just, like – prank called hitler through like a seance oh <laughs> just kidding we weren't actually calling you like knock knock who's there your refrigerator is running is that the joke? <laughs> yes. knock knock who's there your refrigerator is running <laughs> and then we just like turn off like blow out all the candles and it's like hanging up Oh, seance ooh. over. Hitler. He's gonna be like, "Oh, dang it, not again!" They fucking got me again. Literally, um, the only dead person that I could think of was Charles Darwin. I mean, yeah, we could. Oh, Dad, we should. De- yeah, we need to call Dad. Daddy, D. I haven't talked to Dad in a while. <laughs> hey, Dad, how's it going? Um, what was up with those finches? Hey, Dad, what happened on that island? <laughs> Are you on an hey, island? Hey, Daddy, your beard is whacked. Hey, Dad, can you just talk to me about science? <laughs> hey, Dad, um, I'm getting a C in science. I need to... <laughs> hey, Charles, like I know I called you last week, but I got a C on my midterm. So can we just go over this again? Thanks. Hey, Daddy, I'm sorry that Flora's the bad daughter and calls you Charles, but I call you Daddy. <laughs> Sir Charles? <laughs> Daddy, C. I love I love this weird horrible string of reasoning in which you and I are the daughters of Charles Darwin. <laughs> it's horrific. I think, it's, I think it makes sense. I think it's on point. I also okay this week. I didn't even know this. I don't know if you knew this, but our secret identity was found out um, mm-hmm. from a friend of mine who already knew my secret identity, <laughs> but he oh. texted me screaming like the text was in all capitalizations and then i was sent a link and i knew this in my back of my brain like my brain hole like probably knew this information 
Mm-hmm. Like but the I amygdala? Just, yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. just sitting at the base of the amygdala. But I just forgot it forever. Um, there is a character in the Adams Family movie. Mm-hmm. And it is a conjoined twin. And their names are Flora and Fauna. Well, I guess the jig is up. And it's us. Like, I didn't want to... Like, I know it's weird that we're in different places, but actually we're conjoined. Like, all of it was a lie. We're mm-hmm. right next to each other because we share an entire body except for, like, our shoulders up. Yeah, and that's why there's always a weird goddamn echo. Because <laughs> it's just me right next to you breathing into your mic. Ew. And also we um, dated Fester and Gomez. Mm-hmm. And it was great. We get around. So that's just their spooky... Spooky. I want to change like our profile picture to just that for like the month of October. It's good, yeah. Um, it's kind of a bummer that people found out who we were so quickly, but right, like especially from like a trusted friend who like already knew me. (laughs) Like how could yeah? How could he do this to me? Could you do this to us? Um. Well, that's okay. That doesn't mean that we are gonna stop talking about animals. No, you're just gonna know exactly what we look like and know our dating history. God damn it. So. Um, okay, so now that we're done with, I don't know, whatever that intro was, how was your week? <laughs> My week has been good. It's been crazy. I went to a conference and it was a lot of fun. Look at you, you young professional. I know. I went to a professional development course. It was great. I feel professionally developed. I was going to say, how developed are you? Did Very you go much so. Puberty yet? Um, almost. One day. <laughs> One day soon, probably. I can't wait. <laughs> can't what about wait. you? How is your week? It's good. I'm moving forward. Um, I listed my house. <laughs> and up. I sold my house in like 72 hours. Yes. So that's happening. I mean, it's like, you know, pending. There's all this paperwork and money. People have to get, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars from the bank right. somewhere. So that's like their problem now. Mm-hmm. That's happening, and I'm packing, and I'm getting ready to drive a really long way with two cats that don't like each other in the same car. Do 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 do. That's the dream, you know. Can't wait. I have the calming collars, the calming water drops, the calming treats, the calming paste, mm-hmm. and the calming spray that you spray inside of the cat carriers. So, and I have catnip, which technically is the opposite. Of calming, mm-hmm. but I think it'll distract them. <laughs> yeah, it'll from take the edge off their hatred of each other. Because not only will they be traveling in a vehicle with each other like eight hours a day, they also will then be in a hotel room all night together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Um, quick question: mm. With all of these calming products, are you at all concerned about that them just you yourself? <laughs> may become too calm to drive <laughs> oh my god no i had that same discussion because uh, my faja is here my dad's driving with me and i showed huh. him all that stuff and he was like are we gonna get like a contact high from this stuff <laughs> yeah i was like i don't know do you want to try this calming drops in your beer <laughs> i don't know do you want to put this calming collar on <laughs> see what it does <laughs> smells like lavender oh that sounds really nice actually i i kind of want one uh second question i think you uttered the phrase calming paste can you go into more detail on that please so it's just like a tube and it is apparently tuna flavored and it comes mm. out like toothpaste and i i squeeze it out onto my finger and then my cat licks it off my finger wow that's fun so i don't know if it's like cat food and it's like in a tube i don't really know but i'm supposed to g- give her like an inch of it 
like every an inch. Yeah. What a weird measurement. Well, it squirts <laughs> out in like a little cylinder. It's still very odd. Um, okay, yeah. When you said paste, I was thinking like my first thought was like, oh, it gets rubbed on their butt, like a butt paste. Um, they like in- a calming butt paste. Nope, hate that. I would never. They would just have to be stressed. I wouldn't rub anything on their butts. Well, nope. To each their own. Nope. Okay, let's moving on. <laughs> Perfect segue. Anyways, so this was chosen by our patrons, and we want to do mm-hmm. spooky stuff. This whole month, we're going to be doing spooky things, including we have not one, not three, but two. <laughs> bonus. But two. But two. <laughs> but two bonus episodes planned for our patrons, which also have spooky themes. So if you want to get yes, on yes, that yes. action, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So, whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, the animal of this week is the satanic leaf-tailed gecko. Ooh. It has satanic right there in the title. I mean, you can't get more spook than that. Mm Mm-mm. Give me a break. If you even tried, I'd just slap you. Okay. All right. So, this guy's an animal. (laughs) He's a chordate. Love those chordates. He is a reptilia class reptilia he is in the order squamata so these are referred to as the squamates which are our lizards snakes and worm lizard friends oh cute and then he is in the family geconidae which means geckos so he's a gecko okay Okay, great and then he is the europlatus fantasticus (gasps) Yeah, he is. Fantasticus. That's cute. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, Europlatus is Latin for, like, Euro something. It means tail, and, like, the platus part means flat. So, it means flat tail, because um, we'll get into the description. But his name is very accurate. He does have a leaf as a tail. So, that comes from that. It's very flat. And then, Fantasticus means fucking imaginary, because <laughs> the first description of this animal by this, like, old guy in 1888, he wrote, like, this thing is mythical as fuck. I mean, he didn't write as fuck, but he wrote mythical, and so they named mm-hmm. it Fantasticus because they're like, is this even real? <laughs> um, spoiler alert, it is. It is. So, the satanic leaf-tailed <laughs> gecko is also known as the eyelash leaf-tailed gecko, or just the fantastic leaf-tailed gecko. Um, but just in looking around online, I think everybody kind of sticks with, like, satanic leaf-tailed gecko, probably because it's the most metal of all of those. Right, right, right. You want to go the most extreme route. Eyelash is not that extreme. No. No. So we're just going to talk a little bit about them, but we're also just going to do, like, general gecko facts, because as far as the satanic leaf-tailed gecko goes, it's not, like, that special. I mean, other than its appearance. So mm-hmm. I'll just give you some, like, quick gecko facts to kind of fill in the gaps to where there's nothing interesting that it does. <laughs> Excellent. So first and foremost, its habitat is Madagascar and absolutely nowhere else. Mm. Isn't that usually the case with all those Madagascarians? <laughs> I know! What the fuck is wrong with that place? I don't know. I just think it, like, cut loose of Africa and was like, bye forever. I mean, at this point, I'm about to cut loose of the United See States ever. and say do the same thing. So if we could just make, like, a little Madagascar, I don't know what we can chop off. Maybe, like, just the little bit of Florida, I guess. What's easiest to cut off? Yeah, I think that's probably the easiest. It seems like the pinky of the United States. So. Right. 
Like we can just well. like I feel like it's like a lamb's tail. We can just tie a rubber band and it like eventually it'll just pop off. <gasps> a lamb's tail? Is that what they do? Yeah. You didn't know that? Really? No. Why would they do that? Because otherwise they shit all over themselves. Are you serious? You didn't know? No, I had no idea. So like you know how lambs like don't have tails? <laughs> like you just yeah, see their big thought... fluffy butt? No, when they're babies they have like a huge tail. And I, th- I think they just band them and then it just like dies and falls off. But why wouldn't they just leave it on? They honestly, like their ass gets shitty-tastic. Like it's just shit everywhere. Like it just ruins everything. There's just, there's just shit. But that doesn't make a lot of evolutionary sense. No, but we like domesticate, we like made this lamb thing. I don't know, dude. Oh, very odd. When you first said the whole rubber band thing, my mind went to like when you tie a string around your tooth. And then you tie it to a door, and then you slam the door, and you pull out your tooth. That's what I was thinking we would do to Florida. <laughs> I like mine better, because mine involves a shitty lamb's tail. <laughs> I like mine better, because it involves teeth, which are the spookiest thing in the entire world. Okay, so just a quick Google. It prevents fecal matter from accumulating on the tail and hindquarters, and research has shown that tail docking greatly reduces fly strikes of wool maggots, which sounds disgusting. And has mm-hmm. no ill effect on lamb mortality. And it helps with sharing because there, there's not a big tail in the way. <laughs> mm, fair enough. And it also gets access to the udders um, easier. So, yeah. And not all sheep require tail docking, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is our sheep podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us and learning about sheep. Now back to the gecko. <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled program. Anyway, so yeah, my analogies are weird and I guess really specific for just sheep. (laughs) (laughs) All my analogies tie back to sheep. They're all sheep-based. It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It's the key to the whole thing. (laughs) Um, So habitat. So yeah, nowhere else. And um, just on Madagascar, they're kind of foresty areas. So the northern and central tropical forests of Madagascar is where they hang out. Okay. So let's get into... The description of these bad boys, they're quite small. So adults are anywhere from two to six inches in length, and that includes the tail. So that's a really small boy. Mm-hmm. He's a very skinny little man. Um, so the tail is flattened, of course. The name comes from that. And it looks straight up like a leaf dog. Like, it looks like someone just taped a leaf to its ass. Like, I can't be any more descriptive than that, because that's what it is. That's adorable. That's like a kid in a play, like a school play, right? Oh, yeah. So there's like a tree He's and like, there's a leaf and like <laughs> yes. bushes. He did like really bad. He didn't even get a line. It's like, you can play right. like a leaf on the tree, I guess, if you have to be here. <laughs> We've got 10 extra children than we needed for this play. Let's make them Go leaves. ahead and give them a leaf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun fact, when I was in second grade, we did a play called, oh shit, what was it called? I don't know, something like Red Red Bear... Rusty red bear, something like that. Anyways, the point was, it didn't make a lick of sense. There was like a bear, no one liked him, other bears made fun of him, I was a butterfly, fairy, it was beautiful. But uh, we had the opportunity for everyone in the class to color my wings, my butterfly wings. Amazing. So everyone got to like take markers, and it was a whole like class project, and it was awesome because I wore a little tutu and my little wings, except one dumbass named Brian decided to paint or color a like portion of the center of the wings black i hate him. all the other colors were there and there was just a big ugly black splotch and i was like thanks a lot brian brian's ruined everything if i've known anything from the 
this many years of my life on this planet. Except Brian's are the worst. <laughs> hey, Brian out there? Brian listening? Hey, we hate you. I literally, I don't even know if I know Brian. <laughs> I think I've met like two Brian's. I, I just made that up. You're fine. They're the, they're the worst though. Brian, if you're listening, you're fine. Brian, if you're listening, throw yourself in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, I'm just kidding. Get yourself out of that trash can, Brian. Pull yourself out of that trash. Put your just never pull yourself ever, up by your <laughs> butterfly wings, you stupid idiot. Just never ever color anything black ever again. Or we'll find you and we'll put a episode we'll of dock me your tail. talking about insects <laughs> in your ears. Yes, we'll dock your tail. We're gonna dock your tail and tie your teeth to doorknobs and rip them all out. Oh, holy shit! I hate this. You've been warned. It's I told you guys it's the spooky episode. It's the spooky episode. Everyone, get ready. We're gonna talk Nobody's about safe. We're gonna get, talk to Hitler and then we're gonna torture some poor man. We're gonna torture every Brian we know. Get Welcome. ready. Okay, and then that leaf tail. I don't know. There's like not a whole lot of information about this little fucker, but um, they think that there's some sexual dimorphism in terms of the tail. So some cool. of the specimens would have like little notches in their leaf tail, and it actually makes mm-hmm. it look even more like a decaying like leaf, like it's not like a perfect leaf. Um, and they think that that's in typically found more in males, but that was not like a study or anything. That was like a blurb that somebody just wrote down. So I have no evidence for that at all. But, oh, all right. Um, so, yeah, their tails can have, like, little notches and little, like, chunks taken out of them. And they just, I mean, it looks like a leaf. It's absurd. It's absurd. Can you uh, talk a little bit about, like, what the rest of them looks like? Mm-mm, just the tail. I didn't, oh, I didn't okay, look great. at the rest of the animal at all. I don't know. Oh, very cool. <laughs> okay. Um, no, so, yeah, they are, like, the typical gecko typical gecko shape in terms of like head giant eyeballs um these guys though like their satanic name i think comes from their spines so they do have spines Mm -hmm. on their head neck and just body and they do have one over each eye which i think is like that name the eyelash leaf-tailed gecko um but it it looks to me like little like devil horns so i'm wondering if like that's where it came from too because he just looks like he's got like a little furrowed brow and like a little devil horn he does it's really yeah, cute he looks really cute and mean but also like he looks like he's kind of like a little dragon yes he does and i'll talk about um a dragon bit later because there was like a meme that went around not a meme just like a fake fucking photoshop picture anyway yeah so they have giant mofo eyeballs all geckos mm-hmm. have giant mofo eyeballs they don't have eyelids so mm. that's pretty satanic yeah if i know anything about satan is that his eyes are always open and he's always always red and dry (laughs) um but they do have like a transparent cover obviously that's protecting their eye but the only way to get dust and debris out which is constantly in their eyeballs because they don't have eyelashes or eyelids is they use their tongue so that's like a really common thing that people i think are familiar with with geckos is like their tongue and just like slurping around on their face so Mm -hmm. they do that for reasons it's not just because they like the feeling Maybe it but is. But that itself is a reason. Right. That's just one of the many reasons. And one of the other ones is to remove dust and dirt and debris and, I don't know, something that they want to wash away that they wish they'd never seen. Here's a hot take. I don't think a single person on this planet has ever not thought about licking their own eyeball. True. I've thought about licking somebody else's eyeball because that at least is like, I could do it. 
Really? That seems weirder than licking my own eyeball. Well, that's impossible, though, so I wouldn't think about it too long, because then I'd be like, nope, can't do that. Now what? Oh, I guess I'll do somebody else's. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when I blew into your eyeball? Oh my god, no, I thought about this the other day. This is perfect. Do you remember when that bat hit you in the face? (laughs) Yes, I do. Okay, this is- That bat flew into my face. This is the episode of Tangents, and I don't even Mm -hmm. care, but one time- Fauna and I were just having like a gentle stroll through a parking lot to get <laughs> gentle to our, stroll to get to my fucking car, and it was mm. dusk. Sure, it was dusk. Yeah, and we're having a conversation and we're walking side by side, and then a fucking bat hits you in the face. <laughs> yeah, it flew right into my face. I cackled, <laughs> and you were like disturbed. <laughs> Yeah, I screamed, and I felt his body hit me in the face. <laughs> yes, you said you felt, like, its fleshy, like, wings, like, touch. Yes, its wings were just, like, flapping into my forehead and, like, cheek and ear, and I was like, oh, God. It is, to this day, like, just my favorite memory to just replay a bat flying at your fucking face. I couldn't even I'm believe it. I was like, sure. uh, did a bat just hit you in the face? You're like, uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> Thanks for asking. I'm pretty sure it was um, probably the uncoolest i've ever looked <laughs> luckily it was like kind of dusky like i don't think anybody saw except for me and you and the bat <laughs> the bat definitely saw and was like wow that girl sucks <laughs> why was he so low do you think we we're like a bug what was he doing i don't know man i think he was just like partying down at dusk and i just happened to be in the way <laughs> wrong place wrong time <laughs> my big old face just like got in the way of his party patrol <laughs> jesus what a mess that was a mess. Okay, I'm so sorry, but I just, I really thought about that, like, two days ago, and I was like, I've got to bring that up, because I love that <laughs> shit. That <laughs> was so stupid. Okay, back to this gecko boy. Um, and then coloration-wise, they do have a variety of different colors. So if you Google them, you'll get a lot of p- different pictures coming up. They can come in purples, oranges, some tans, yellows, but... Beautiful. Like, most often, like, 90% of the time, they're just brown. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just, just like most things, A though, mottled right? brown color. Yeah, they're trying to blend into leaves. Like, you can't be a purple leaf all the time. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So, usually brown. Um, but, in general, geckos, as a species, are one of the most colorful lizards in the world. Which I didn't really think about. But when mm-hmm. I started looking at geckos, I was like, wow, yeah, they come in, like, every color. They're like Skittles. They come in, like, all colors of the rainbow. <gasps> Taste the gecko. They're small enough. Six inches, I can fit that. In my mouth? Why would I say that on a podcast? Why would I say that anywhere out loud? Why would I say that? I don't know why you chose to say that. I don't know. But you have since recorded it. God. You said it in the worst medium possible. All right. You could have just said it to yourself and then stricken it from your memory. This is... But no, you decided to record it on this podcast. Number one, I never think about anything I say. And number two, I'm a big, dumb, fat idiot. You are really dumb. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we we project this out into the entire world. Great. My (laughs) mom listens to this. just said this. You said this thing and you can never take it back. Great. And I will not edit it out. Great. (laughs) I'm going to go dig an eight-foot hole and bury myself. (laughs) Yes. Eight foot deep, eight foot across. (laughs) Okay, this goddamn gecko. We'll we'll get through this. You guys are going to learn, like, at least one thing, I swear. Like, one, though. Okay. Oh, but, like, do you guys come here for the facts? Or do you come here for the facts and the other stuff? And the knowledge that you wish you didn't know about us. 
and the horrible stories about our lives. <laughs> yeah, that's like my fave. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay, so behavior-wise, this homeboy is nocturnal. Also, another reason why he has mega eyeballs, because he has to see at nighttime. And he is arboreal, so like I said, when he was <gasps> yes. living in the forested areas of Madagascar, he's spending most of his time in trees and just, like, slipping, slurping around. Good for him. Um, Licking he, his own eyeball. Yeah. He eats insects. Cool. Um, and then he does have adhesive scales under his fingers and toes, which is cool, cool, cool. And he does have strong curved claws. So just in general, really good at being in trees and climbing around and doing things in trees. Um, but he's mm-hmm. also a master at not getting eaten by things, which is pretty mm-hmm. solid. I mean, number one, his body is a leaf. So he spends a lot of his time pretending to be a leaf. He can flatten his body um, really well, and he can kind of lift his tail up and be like a little leaf floating in the breeze. Um, but he can also, he can kind of like scare predators away. So like the inside of their mouth is like wicked bright pink, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And they can open it really wide. And so if he wants to like scare someone away, he's just like, nah, and just like opens it really wide. And he has like these scary giant eyeballs and then like this like fucking Joker like grin. And like I would run away. Like it's kind of scary. I mean, it makes sense, though, right? Because he's, like, a kind of a spooky little gecko. Right. And that's the whole point, So right? he's probably he's just, spooky. like, summoning Satan in that moment. And so then they're like, mm, time to go. Mm-hmm. Nope. Don't. Too much for me. I could be anywhere, but I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Time to go. And then the other thing these guys can do, like, this is just, I'm going to get into some of this stuff a little bit deeper, but this is just, like, a summary. Um, And then another thing they can do just for funsies is to just, like, drop their tail and just, like, make it go away forever and just cut off a piece of their body. Oh. Fun, fun. That's fun. I love it. Um, and these guys are also oviparous, which means that they are an egg-laying animal. They usually have two clutches of eggs, and they are <laughs> spherical. They're egg-shaped. Cool. That's a cool fun fact. And then they usually oh, lay their them, eggs are um, egg-shaped. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The things you learn on Keeper Chat, folks. Just fucking write it down right now before you forget. Okay. Stuff you can't get anywhere else. And But they do lay their eggs on the ground, which I kind of thought was weird since they're so arboreal, but they lay it under leaf litter. So mm. I guess, like, people just, like, don't stomp on them. I don't know. Yeah, that seems like they're kind of exposed, right? I guess. They just, like, either, like, underside of leaves or, like, leaf litter. I don't know. Let's, pu- let's put it this way. I personally don't lay eggs. However... The eggs that I buy at the grocery store, I don't go laying those on the ground. No. Because I worry someone would step on them. Right. Or trip over them. Yeah. Or they might roll into a hole. And I'm just picturing, like, this little gobstopper. Like, I, it's going to just be smooshed. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, not the best place for an egg. But I guess it works for them because they're born sometimes. Okay, so shed. They also shed their skin. All geckos shed their skin. Um, oh, that's spooky. <clears throat> so they, you know, just, like get naked a couple times uh and then the uh, presence of moisture helps so um madagascar has got some humidity so that kind of helps them out a little bit but they can do this fun thing so let's just imagine like your skin's coming off like it's that time of month everybody knows what Mm -hmm. that's like and like a piece of your skin is just kind of stuck like maybe it's not very humid out and like there hasn't hasn't rained in a while so your skin's just really dry it's really having a Mm -hmm. hard time um so they just like grab it man and rip it off and they just eat it Oh wow! Like, get that out of here. Get that off. Oh, I'm done with the skin hanging off me. Time, time to go. Time to go. And you know what? I'm also hungry for a snack. <laughs> you know what would really hit the spot right now? Some of my own skin. Yeah. 
But I think that's kind of cool, because, like, when you think of snake shedding, you know, like, in the zoos, and they shed all the time, like, I've never worked with a gecko, but the snakes, like, sometimes they get shed stuck, and they, like, rub up on stuff, and they're, like, rubbing around, and, like, we give them astroturf and just some, like, hard branches and stuff where they can kind of help them get it off. And this gecko's mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, it's, I got it, I got hands, <laughs> like, I'll just rip it off, thanks. <laughs> hey, bud, uh, I'm good, thanks, I, I'll just use my little hands. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's cute. And efficient. It's really cute. He kind of, you know, he's like a do-it-yourselfer, huh? Mmm, DIY. Yeah. Love that. This month's DIY. Rip off that flake of skin that's giving you trouble. And again, just more fun facts about us. I don't shed my skin. But if I did, oh, yeah. I would eat it. I would definitely rip it off and eat it. Because you know if it's like already dry enough to pull off your body that it's probably like kind of crispy might be like a potato chip and if you're like at a scene of a crime like you can just leave that because i'm oh generally yeah. at scenes of crimes yeah no um, i i constantly bounce between scenes of crimes right. and so i can't be leaving my dna anywhere. anywhere at all so i must consume it literally anything that comes from my body i have to consume it immediately i'm a hundred percent renewable <laughs> no footprint because i have no skin (laughs) i just eat it and then that protein and nutrients becomes more skin it's incredible i'm recyclable it's kind of of like the circle of life within myself so really i'm just like a specter i just kind of like float around from crime scene to crime scene leaving no trace beautiful no physical trace i should say i do leave an emotional trace i think that we are above ourselves at this point like i'm on a different plane of existence at all times <laughs> i think we are uh, above our peers <laughs> i'm in the crime plane where everywhere i go there's a crime <laughs> there is an ethereal plane there's an astral plane there's a celestial plane there's a corporeal plane and flora and i are on the crime plane join us folks join us it's really easy to contact hitler from here he's very close Right, right, right. It, they're they're um they're plane adjacent to each other. <laughs> they are. He has his own plane where he's by himself, just constantly right, getting tortured. Right, right. He but... just kind of like floats around. Yeah. Um, I I I do want to note though that we don't really commit the crimes though. We just kind of like hang around the crimes. Sure. Like I'll have that on record for sure. Yeah. I don't. Um. Here's my name's uh. What's my name? My name's Flora. What's my last name? Did we come up with like Darwin? Some... Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. My name is Flora. Daddy's Darwin. gonna be so upset with you. And I did not c- commit the crime. Okay, so that is recorded. Now that's my statement. Oh, same. Same. Um, my name is Fauna Darwin, and I too did not commit the crime. Thank you. Yeah, and then that's perfect because that can just go in any. Right, like, we'll just take this clip out and just send it to literally every time they contact us for stuff. Like, they always, like, are Mm -hmm. calling and, like, the police show up. Like, we can just send them that. Oh, you know what? Let's be a little preemptive and just send it to every police station. (laughs) Okay, cool. Like, tomorrow. Right. I'm doing it right now. And then, yeah, because then they can just look at their, like, checklist of people in the world and then they'll find our names and just be like, oh, okay, check. Take them off. I mean, they were number one, but, like, now we don't have to worry about it. Right? Process of elimination. So did you know that geckos can, like, stick to stuff? I did, because they seem kind of sticky, right? They're little sticky boys, but it's not sticky, and it's not Velcro, and it's not all the things that I thought it was. (laughs) So get get ready to learn. (laughs) But get ready to not learn a whole lot, because it got really, like, chemistry-centric, and I got Mm. way turned off. Like, I was like, damn, 
do you think I could watch like an episode of Queer Eye right now before I go to bed instead of reading this fucking formula? I think I can. Okay, cool. Um, mm. So we're just going to, this is like base level. If you want to look into it, like open up a chemistry book. I don't care. Go throw yourself over a bridge. I don't care. Okay. So they adhere to most surfaces um, without the use of liquid or surface tension. But the one, just like fun fact, the one thing they can't really stick to is Teflon. Oh, that's the perfect ad for Teflon. If you want to put them in some cookery, like, watch out. <laughs> Hope it's not Teflon, which you shouldn't have anyway, because it's bad for birds if you have birds in your home. If you have a pet bird, don't have Teflon. And if you have a pet gecko, don't put him on Teflon. He won't stick. But isn't isn't that sort of like their whole ad is like, nothing sticks to Teflon, but like they're actually right. Nothing does. Is not that... even this gecko that sticks to everything. That's insane. Yeah, they, they okay. really did their There's research. There's like a non-stick plane and it's just made it, it's just Teflon's there. That's crazy. Oh, you know what? Yeah. So how do they do it? You are probably. How do they do it? Hey, Flora, huh? You said all the ways they didn't do it. How do they do it? Well, listen up. They got hairy feet. Ooh. Their feet have tiny microscopic hairs called seta, which I did do the pronunciation thing for. <laughs> um, mm. And they increase the van der Waals forces. This is where it gets <gasps> funkin' I, where I stopped yeah. caring. And they increase these forces between basically their feet and the surface that they're on. Um, and then just a quick van der Waals forces sentence. That is the distance-dependent interactions between atoms or molecules. Yes. The moment I saw the word atom or molecule... <laughs> I mm-hmm. shut down. Your eyes so then I started over backing up. Yep. I backed up a little. So we're done with that part now. <laughs> um, so okay. CTA are fibrous structural proteins that protrude. Okay. So they're like sticking out and they're made of B keratin, which I'm assuming is beta keratin. And mm-hmm. beta keratin is the basic human building blocks of human skin. So this is related to our skin. So I feel like at one point in our future, we can become a gecko. We just need to keep evolving like a little bit more. These setae, seta, I lied, are spatula shaped, which people said a lot. And that just seemed really important for some reason that I'm not aware of. But it's kind of cute to think about. It's important for all the tiny burgers they're flipping. Yes. And then there was just a, the sentence that was like, hey, I know that we just did like four paragraphs about Van der Waals attractions. Um, but like maybe it's not. Maybe it's electrostatic interaction. But maybe not. So there's, like, mm. some discord, I guess, in the the gecko fandom um, about what is really happening. Have they ever asked the geckos? No. Does anyone ever, like, truly ask the people that are, are really part of the problem? No. We just I make assumptions. I wouldn't say they're part of the problem. Damn. Oh, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, like, a part of the, like, conversation, I guess. I oh, say. I see. Yeah, that's true. Always overlooked. Always yeah. a bridesmaid, never the bride. Right. So these CETA are super efficient and super crazy and super cool. They are self-cleaning. So if like a little gecko gets like a tiny microscopic little piece of shit in his little foot, he just takes like a few steps and they like sh- just like push it out with their little spatula shapes. They're just like, no, go away. That's crazy. It's kind of like um, Spider-Man rules, right? Sure. I don't know anything about superheroes. Well, doesn't he have like the little like... I don't know, something on his fingers, and that's why he can, like, stick in, like, climb walls and stuff, and... I guess, like, spider webs. Uh, I don't know. I, I Don't thing. talk to me about... 
<laughs> Don't even bring them up. I, you know I can't talk about them. I can't. I legally cannot talk about superheroes anymore because I hate them so much. Oh, yeah. Marvel kicked you out. <laughs> Just, they kicked you out of the conversation. And they had to edit me out of all of those films, and now I can't talk about it. You're just not even allowed to acknowledge that they exist. But honestly, I really, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I don't know anything about them. Oh. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, okay. So these, um, this adhe- adhesion, it does increase with high humidity. So water does help. Um, but underwater, it does not help. So they can't really do sticky things underwater. Oh, so it's like um, some water, toe. but not too much water. Yeah, like don't like submerge me. Number one, I can't breathe. And number two, I can't stick. A lot of people say that gecko toes are like double jointed or whatever, but the correct terminology is they have digital hyper extension in their toes. So basically, they can hyper extend their toes in the exact opposite direction that we can. Like we can Yuck. fold our hands down and our toesies down, and the geckos are like, "I'm gonna fold it up though." Um, I'm gonna hold your hand the other way. So that's kind of gross and weird. So these Vanderwalls really attractions, right? Like this force that's mm-hmm. keeping their foot stuck. They basically can overcome it by peeling their toes from the outside in. Like mm. like you would peel a piece of tape, right? Like you don't start in the middle. Like the mm-hmm. force is there and it's stuck. So they can peel their toe up and then go back towards their foot. And this happens obviously in a millisecond. Like they don't have to like consciously like peel back every toe. No, Rip it's just like I'm stuck toe. and then I'm not. I'm stuck and then I'm not. Yeah. So that's mm. how they just, they get around. Um. Okay, this is that's, where it gets... That's a really spooky way to get around, though, I gotta say. True. Okay, and this is where it gets wild. This is where some numbers come in, and, like, my mind exploded. Okay, so we're, we're saying that they have Sita on their feet, right? And this is what's mm-hmm. these little hairs. So each square millimeter of their foot pad has 14,000 Sita. That's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. The diameter of the, each sita is five micrometers. So just um, as an example, a human hair is between 18 and 180 micrometers. Mm. Okay. So, so basically like non-existent. Each sita has 100 to 1,000 little like spatulae things on it that make it like spatula shaped. So there's like things on things. Mm-hmm. These things are two micrometers long. Which, oh, by the way, is just below the wavelength of visible light. I... You lost me. (laughs) Basically, they have, like, invisible things on their feet that help them stick to everything. Yeah, invisible things upon invisible things in invisible square Upon, yeah, just like hairy spatulas on their feet that are the size of... Nothing. The the thickness of light, basically. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Mm. Um, I can't even comprehend that. Nope, I couldn't either, and that's when I shut down, because I was like, brain hurdy, bye. (laughs) Okay, so they truly are on their own little gecko plane. Yeah, like, they're just walking on... I mean, obviously, like... something, everything. (laughs) And, of course, like, the reason they have all these hairs is, like, they're increasing this, like, the area, right, that, like, the hairs have to use, like, the Van Der Waals force. Like, that's why, like, the surface area is increased by having so many millions of things i think i think what you meant to say was the surface area has increased maybe if i was maybe if i hated myself i would have said that but i enjoy myself as a human being and respect (laughs) myself as a human being and so i would never say that ouch okay so these guys actually do not have scales so it's like not touching a snake where you can feel each individual scale 
Um, mm-hmm. But on like a super zoomed in, just like macro scale, they have a papalos surface made from hair-like protuberances. So they're just little hairy, slimy boys. <laughs> yes, isn't that insane? Okay, and yeah. this is super fun. And these hair-like protuberances create super, oh, oh, super hydrophobicity. I love that. I don't know what super that means. hydrophobicity. It means basically they're insanely hydrophobic. So like they are just like instantly waterproof. Aw, but what do they have against the gays? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. In that this- made me laugh. In this day and age. In this climate. In this political climate. Ugh, unbelievable. Um, okay, that's rad. Yeah, and then, okay, it gets crazier. Their weird skin is insanely antimicrobial. Why? Just, like, for funsies. So, if they, like, they were testing their skin for, like, health, people health stuff, and, um, their skin just, like, kills gram-negative bacteria when it touches it. (gasps) Ooh, that's cool. Just, like, instantly, it's just like, no, actually, you're dead. Thanks. They're, like, the weirdest combination of attributes for a superhero. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Like, remember when Grandma knitted us the Okapi and she just was drunk and sleeping? Yeah. Grandma done knitted us a weird superhero, too. Yeah, and she put a lot of hair in there. She put a lot of someone's hair. Too much cat hair. Granny's got so many cats. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot everywhere. Of hair in this boy. Bleh. Okay, so teeth. He actually has teeth. Of course he does. He's cute. Which, if you look at them with like their mouth open, you can't really see them. Well, that doesn't make. So um, or that doesn't just... surprise me at all because everything about them is like microscopic. So I'm just <sighs> curious as to how we can even see them to begin with. <laughs> it's true. Well, we basically it's just can't because they're just of a microscopic thing. It's just like a fucking leaf. So you think you don't even see it when you see it. Um, but they do. <gasps> you have... know what, Flora? He what? is also a specter like us. Spooktober. Here we go. Join us. <laughs> Join okay. us. So they have teeth. They are actually polyphyodonts, which means that they have teeth that are continually replaced which is a fun word i did not know so just that's scary that i didn't know that or uh no oh. <laughs> okay i was like wow harsh no one um, knows that dif like diphodonts like they're polyphydonts and we're diphodonts we have two sets of teeth mm-hmm. so like a poly which itself is weird polyphyodont is like crocodiles and alligators and sharks and shit and geckos yeah, they have continually replacing teeth, and they can replace all 100 of their teeth. Well, I don't know. I actually, I'm going to retract that statement. I don't want to say all. teeth? But they can replace 100 teeth every three to four months. I don't know if that means that they have 100 teeth that they replace, or just like, maybe they have 50 and they can do like 100 and, I don't know. I didn't look that up. That's a lot of teeth to be replacing each, each. Couple months, quarter. yeah. Yeah. Right. They're doing a lot of chomping, though. They get worn down. Um, and then geckos, too, have unique vocalizations. They're actually really unique among lizards because they do more clicking and chirping than wait, most Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I got to go back to these teeth for a second. So you said- Sure. I tried to skip ahead because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> no, I just- I, I kind of want to open this up <laughs> for discussion. Okay. So you said that are. they can lose upwards of 100 teeth in three to four months. It says that they can replace 100 teeth in three to four months. Yeah. 
Okay, so I would assume that they lost the teeth before they replaced them. They don't just have double teeth. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, my cat is attacking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stand by. Because he knows that we shouldn't journey down this topic of conversation. He's trying He's to like, stop it's us. It's forbidden. Um, no, he literally ran up to me and just bit me in the shin. <laughs> Why? God. Um, okay, I so- just Googled leopard geckos. Just an FYI. They have tooth families that form rows in the lizard's mouth. Within these rows, new generations of teeth form constantly from before hatching until death. The replacement teeth are formed in a bunch of weird stuff. And then they come and erupt through. Each replacement tooth grows in size until it eventually surfaces from inside the tissue and displaces the tooth in its place. This turnover process usually takes between three to four months. Okay, but my point is that's the equivalent of like one tooth loss per day can you imagine just every day you lose a tooth actually this picture of the leopard gecko i think you can actually see it's a little teeth first they're tiny uh yeah but like i thought uh, that's one tooth a day (laughs) well they're not brushing like what do you expect well i that that wasn't even gonna go down that path (laughs) i just mean like (laughs) how disruptive that you're just constantly like god imagine that you're having a conversation with someone and your tooth falls out but the other Give ones right here, so, like, you don't need to be embarrassed. Like, you never have a gap tooth because it's already there, like, ready to go. I'm not embarrassed about the gap tooth. I'm embarrassed <laughs> about the tooth crumbling and falling out of my mouth. <laughs> but I think it's, like, the width of light again, so I don't even know if anyone would notice. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. But still, that's just a lot of teeth. I bet he swallows an awful lot of them. Maybe. He does have a very pink tongue. It looks like a lollipop. That's honestly... Like, him getting his nutrients from himself once again. <laughs> He's born yes. with all the calcium he needs in life, and all he does is Dude. swallow all his teeth. <laughs> Dude, just wait. Okay, let's talk more about just eating bits of our body. So cool. geckos also have autotomy, which is self-amputation. Okay. So they can <laughs> drop their tail um, if it is grabbed, like it can just sever. Or if they're stressed out, they can lose it. So some geckos that are held in captivity, um, if they're not in the correct environmental requirements, like their humidity levels, light levels, um, like if there's too many in an exhibit and things like that, um, then they can lose their tail that way too. So a lot of, like I was looking up a lot of gecko stuff and it comes up a lot in people like new time pet owners, if they're picking like a gecko, which is relatively hard as far as like reptiles ago, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Especially like people were saying the satanic one is um, that people would, they would drop their tails and they're really not meant to be handled as much. They're usually just like a look and don't touch kind of animal. So, mm-hmm. um, so I couldn't really find the exact information on what satanic leaf tailed geckos do with their tail, but there's two different ways. Um, they can either like break it like, between the vertebrae, or they, like, break the vertebrae. So I don't know which one is which, but this one's freaky because they have, like, it's just a muscle. They just contract it, and it fractures their vertebra, and it's just like, bye. (laughs) Done. So they just, like, tense, and it's just like, like, you just, like, squeeze your shoulder, and it fucking, your arm falls off? I can't. (laughs) You just, you just flex your bicep, and your elbow pops right off. But I think that's even crazier because that's his vertebra. Like, that's part of his spine. Like, you don't fuck with my spine. I don't want uh-uh. bits of it falling off. No, I, I kind of want it all together at all times. Um, but even for the get-go, like, it's important. Like, this is a really costly thing, um, and it's a last-ditch effort. So if you have, like, a 
pet or if you have an exhibit gecko and it drops its tail for like environmental reasons or like you know stress level reasons and there's something really really wrong um and then obviously if like a predator grabs them by the tail it's like give up your tail or die so you're probably gonna do that and then their tails are really important because they can store fat deposits. So there's energy in that tail that they're losing. So because they drop it off and they run away and maybe they make it, they maybe sit in there for a minute and they're like, God, I just lost, like, I just dropped my lunchbox, like, on the way to work. <laughs> what am I going to eat later? I'm so tired and hungry. But I remember where it fell, so, like, I should just go back and eat it. So sometimes they go back and just eat their tail that they dropped on the ground. Oh, does that make up for the fact that they lost it? I think it gives them, like, some of the nutrients back. I don't know if it fully, like, is everything that they could have had when they were storing it, but they do it for a reason. Um, and then some of them can grow it back and some of them can't. It takes a long time to grow it back. It'll never be the same. So, you know, I think, like, in the zookeeping and pet trade, they call it, like, frog butt. Like, if you have an, a lizard without a tail, you just call them frog butts because they look funny. Oh, that's not very nice. They've already lost their tail. They don't need to lose their dignity as well. And then you just throw shade. Um, I don't think that these animals are real. I love them, but everything you've told me sounds insane. So at the end, I was going to explain that I just made all of this up, but I guess I'll wow. just bring that out now. <laughs> Great. Is it a lied? No, this is real life. Okay, so these guys are common in captivity. Like I was saying, they eat crickets and moths. It's not like rocket science what they're eating. They're eating bugs. But only seven zoos actually have the satanic leaf-tailed gecko. I couldn't even find which seven it was, but it did say San Diego was one of them. So cool. Oh, there you go. Of course. San Diego Zoo. You're awesome. It's actually the secret Illuminati list. You can't access that information. Unless you're, like, on the need-to-know list. So, you, yeah, right. you can't get to it. Right, right. San Diego's one of them, but the other six are secret. You will never find out. And they're all on different planes, and it takes forever to even get to them. So it's not even worth yep. visiting. Yeah, San Diego's the only one on this plane, so good luck finding the others. So in terms of this thing living on an island by itself with nowhere else to live, what do you think its conservation situation is? Um, probably not good. You would think that, right? Well, for some reason, it's least concern. That really surprised me. So this species in particular, obviously there's other geckos that I didn't look up that I'm sure are endangered, but the um, satanic leaf-tailed gecko, it says is of least concern, but then when I was reading about it, it was like, oh, buddy. Um, it has a super specific environment, so it's incredibly vulnerable to habitat destru destruction and deforestation, and then it's constantly harvested for the pet trade. So Aww. it literally just, like, I feel like it could easily drop from like least concerned to endangered like without us even knowing you know like yeah. I, I just don't know how often they're like updating it and doing numbers and stuff but it just seems sketchy um the world wildlife fund um actually has all of the Europlatus species which there's like four like they're all the leaf-tailed guys all the flat butts it has all of their species on their what is quoted as their top 10 most wanted species lists um, and that is animals threatened by illegal wildlife trade. So people really want these animals as pets and they're illegally getting them. So Aww. that's a big issue. No, stop that. Come on, people. Stop. Just I know they're weird, cool but they're once. satanic. So just leave them be. God, they've got a, business. They'll bring a curse and famine on your family. <laughs> they really will. They will 
they will feast on your family. <laughs> so yeah, what I um, talked about earlier when I was talking about that photoshopped image. So there was like this image going around and it's actually of a satanic leaf-tailed gecko and he's kind of purpley and orange and someone has photoshopped wings on him. And it looks like legit if you're like a big dum-dum, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So for a while, everyone was like, it's a real dragon. It's not. He's not a dragon. He does not have wings. He's a gecko. Um, mm. Also, just like geckos in media that I thought of, number one would be the Geico gecko. Yep, that was the number one guy for me as well. So he is an anthropomorphic day gecko, which is a species of gecko. Um, he looks mm. just fucking like it. Apparently, like I was just like reading about Geico. <laughs> Apparently there was like a uh, an actors guild strike. And so they like didn't, they couldn't have, they couldn't get actors for anything. So they're like, well, let's just like make a gecko. <laughs> Oh, and like that's, that's why. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's Is that the same reason that the Affleck people have a goose? Oh shit, dude! Probably. I don't know. Is that a goose? Yeah. No, I don't even know. Yeah, he's a goose. He's just some like big bird. Affleck. He's a big white goose. Hey. Oh, is it a duck? Oh shit! It's Is a it? duck. Is it a duck? I don't know. I can't even think of it now. I just know it's like got like a big stupid bill and it's mean. Okay, the Affleck. Affleck.com says the Affleck duck. Like, they said it's a duck. Mm, but do they know anything? No, but it, when I look at him, he looks like a duck to me. Oh, okay. Well, I trust you then. Um, hey, Geico or Affleck, since we've somehow found ourselves in the in the uh, talks of insurance, do you guys want to sponsor our <laughs> podcast? We really need, um, like, crime insurance. Does that exist? <laughs> yeah, if you could send some crime insurance our way, whether you sponsor us or not, that'd be great. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I also had a hard time just thinking of any other geckos, except mm-hmm. for this really specific gecko from my childhood that maybe four other maybe listeners maybe can relate to. It is this old video game called Gex, and it came out in 1994, so I did not have that version. I had the sequel, which was called Gex Enter the Gecko. <laughs> the main Yikes. character is a gecko. This came out in, like, 98, I think. Um mm-hmm. And I was a small baby child, and I had this on my Windows PC, and my dad got it for me. He um, illegally downloaded it and burned it for me off the internet, and I played it all the motherfucking time. And you're just like this fucking gecko that walks on two legs. I think it's a day gecko again, like he's like some green guy, um, and he just like has to fight like against this villain. But at the time, like, I was a really small child, and the things that Gex says are, like, weirdly inappropriate, and so I always felt like I shouldn't be playing the game. So I tried to Google, like, what things he said, and the first thing he says is, like, whenever he's attacking someone, he says, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape, which is, of course, from Planet of the Apes. Of course. Um, But he said the D word, and, like, as a child, I was like, oh my god. But he just said, like, all these weirdly, like move like a butterfly, sting like a gecko. Like, he says all these weird, like, pop culture pop culture stuff. That's weird. I just, I don't know. When he gets a collectible, he says, if this weren't a video game, I'd be on my way to prison. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, if he grabs a ledge with his tongue, because, by the way, you can, um, he says, pardon my tongue, darling. Or, a little tongue now, a lot of tail later. Or, That's- like... Licking my way to the top. That's extremely provocative for a children's game. So I just remember, like, I played that all the time. This little gecko. 
Um, kind of along the same lines, did you ever play a computer game called Dare to Dream? No. Okay, I have, like, weird memories of this from my childhood. I think it was a Windows game, like, Windows 3 or something. I don't know. Um, okay, that's also like... the Disney on Ice's show. So if I Google Dare to Dream, it just comes up, like, tickets to Disney on Ice. <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. It's, like, a weird PC video game or a computer game. But I think I remember there was this weird maybe gecko-like entity in it. And um, I don't know. I kind of have, like, a weird weird feeling about those memories <laughs> i feel right. like maybe they gave me nightmares or something oh does anyone the, else know that game all the games we played when we were children were cursed yes 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 they were and cursed images. there's even some to this day that i have memories of that i cannot find anywhere and i have searched for for everywhere and like i've used like on the tip of my tongue and like reddit what's this and like nobody everyone's like what in the fuck so like i don't know if i like trip balls or what Maybe maybe the 90s were just a time for some really vivid dreams. But like, okay, so here's just some more quote. Can I just give you some more quotes? Yeah. Will Cheecher Chong report to the front desk? Oh, yikes. Damn the IRS. Note to self, don't drink <laughs> tap water at Jerry Garcia's. That is the most nonsensical phrase I've ever heard in my entire ah, life. To see the world as Keith Richards does. I don't know who they thought they were targeting with these references, but... I feel like I'm in Boy George's pants. No. It was just really, I didn't understand any of it. What are you, Larry King's barber? Ha ha ha, you're all right. This is, um, this sounds like a robot made this video game targeting the <laughs> Only children. Only because I'm repeating like, them like really weird. Here's Gexy. I'll take places I can burn to death for $100, Alex. I don't. I loved this game. I don't want to <laughs> listen to any more of these. <laughs> There's so many, but he said them all the time. So, like, when you were in a level, like, I'm reading a lot of these, but they're all from different levels. And when you're in that level, he only said, like, five things. And you're just it over and over and over. So, yeah, Gex under the gecko. Check it out. It's, like, a picture of him um, wearing, like, James Bond's suit is, like, the picture of the Oh, game. yeah, I looked him up. He looks weird AF. Um, I think you <laughs> fell into, like, some weird... Darkest Timeline wormhole when you were a kid, and this was the thing that existed there. I agree. And yours had that made-up game. Yeah. That's now a Disney on ice. <laughs> Dare to dream, dude. It, what seriously. if they just act out that game, like, on ice? What if that's the show? If any of our listeners have heard of either of these two games and has any experience with them, please let us know, us. and we'll give you a shout-out on the next episode. We absolutely will. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> if you wild, experienced man. any of this gex enter the gecko at a at too soon in your life like this is this game made me who i am today <laughs> i i can totally agree with that <laughs> like it's just the truest bizarro. statement you've ever said fucking bizarro world <laughs> it aged you in a way nothing else could <laughs> exactly um okay well that's all i have about geckos all right can you give us a tldo yeah, so the TLDL, the satanic leaf-tailed gecko, is a real-life thing. And I think it's called satanic because he's got little little hornies over his eyes. He's also known as the eyelash leaf-tailed gecko. He is in a family of leaf-tailed geckos. They all have tails that look like leaves. Leaves! Some of, some of their tails even have little, like, notches and divots in them that make them look like dead leaves. Um, so these guys are masters of camouflage. They're also masters of eating bits of themselves, including the skin they shed and their tail that they shed when they feel like it. Yummy. 
They're pretty small. They can only get about six inches long. They're nocturnal. They have giant eyeballs that they love to lick. Another, like, eating part of your body thing. Um, they lay eggs. And they use chemistry and hairs that are the thickness of fucking air to stick to everything except for Teflon. Because, of course, we're sponsored by Teflon. That's it. Oh, that was great. It was illuminating. <laughs> All right, everybody. I have to go eat dinner. I'm starving. So thank you for chilling with us. We hope you learned cool stuff. Nothing gets me hungrier than talking about a gecko eating parts of its body. I'll just say that. I know. I'm ravenous. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out our Instagram, our Facebook, our Patreon. Everything's Keeper Chat. So just type in Keeper Chat. Look at Facebook. Our links are all there. Blah, 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 blah. Tell um, your friends and family, too. We yeah. We always love new listeners. Read us on and iTunes. What a weird episode for these people to start on. Kick them off with some satanic leaf-tailed gecko. I also wanted to give a shout-out to some of our new reviewers. we got some awesome new reviews on iTunes. Um, let me actually just look up, because I want to just give a shout-out to the Australian woman. Um, someone from Australia gave us a rave review to combat our one horrible review that we have in Australia. And I wanted to give this person a shout-out. I forgot they did this, like, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I just okay because we'll probably edit out all that pausing I just want to give yeah. everyone some insight I just took about like three minutes for me to get into our email <laughs> to get this email so I could give this one reviewer a shout out from Australia they gave us a really awesome review and I just wanted to give them a shout out their fucking screen name is only consonants and one vowel I cannot say it it's Q-W-E-D-D-D-F-G-G-D I thought it was going to be like someone's name I did all of that for Quedigfid. Yeah, go ahead and give them their shout out. Hey, Quedigfid, if you're here, thanks. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> if you're here, thanks. <laughs> okay, I can give a shout out to AJBird27, Y Aaron, Sucksphere Blog, PB Podcast. Thanks, guys. We got some awesome reviews on iTunes. We always appreciate those. It helps bump us up, I think, on their weird algorithm that they made up. Anyway, wow, what a waste of my life. Um, okay, <laughs> that's the end of this. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma, tell the next person <laughs> that you... Grandma's not part of your family, but tell her anyways. <laughs> tell the next person that you contact in your seance. Um, that's the end of this next week. Uh, Fauna will present her animal of choice. We're going to do Spooktober, you guys. So we're going to do all kind of like weird spooky things. Um, I hope there's enough to fill a whole month. I think there's a bunch of weird, weird. Oh, there's plenty. Spook animals. So I think we'll be good. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Smell you later. (laughs) Bye.